At Kohl's Friends and Family Sale, the back-to-school savings add up with an extra 20% off. Save on Skechers for the family, girls stretch jeggings just $12, and save on an Instant Pot and luggage. Plus, take an extra 10% off home. Plus, everyone gets Kohl's cash. Plus, free Amazon returns now at all Kohl's stores. This weekend at Kohl's. Offers valid July 25th through 28th. 20% with promo code SHOPFAMILY. 10% off home with promo code HOMEDEAL10. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. It's the flashback sale at Mattress Firm. Right now, get up to $400 off throwback deals on beds. Plus, we're celebrating the year we were founded with a special price from 1986. A Sleepy's Queen mattress for just $169. Talk about a totally bodacious deal. But hurry in, these awesome blasts from the past savings won't last forever. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. Out of participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe, eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at NowTV.com. This is a special edition of Yahoo Sports Radio. It's an honor to be joined by men. He's back. <laughs> hey, it's your favorite neighborhood sports radio host, Tony Bruno. The man, the myth, the legend. How are y'all doing this morning? I'm a lovely, lovely area. Let me check. The one and only. Beautiful. Beautiful. Tony Bruno. Beautiful. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio and YahooSportsRadio.com. And the little kids would sit at home. You know. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now with everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brush nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. When you grab the sweater out of the closet when you walk in, you see. Good evening, children. <laughs> What's her name? What's with the ring shot in there? Tony, Tony, Tony has done it. Again. Parental discretion is advised. It's like family. It's like, like being family. in the Olive Garden. Yeah. You guys are just like family. You ever hang around the gymnasium? That's the fact. Yeah, that's the Roger, Roger. What's our vector? Yahoo Sports Radio. Here he is. You know thing? Sure, we break some balls here tonight, but I go way back. The one, the only. You got a big one in there? Tony Bruno. Jeepers, are we on already? It's only been like two weeks since we've done a show. <laughs> Ed Bathmaster was the last guy we had on the show. Oh, boy. And I've already seen a show on comedy. I was watching it last night on Country Music Television. You watch it? No, I, I didn't. I've only seen like little bits and pieces of it. and The guy has like 50 characters. He's I mean, it's so amazing. Funny. He's amazing. It's Tony Bruno back. We are here around the dining table, the, uh, <laughs> the family dining room here in South Philadelphia in the new Bruno compound. Right. Miss Robin is here. She just whipped up a fabulous deal, the dinner that we had on our pregame show. Yeah. We're actually eating and playing dinner music in the background. If you are joining us live on Mixler.com, where you can join us live on the show. If not, you can listen later on the podcast. At uh, Where do you go to get the podcast? 
after it's uh, been... Well, it's on iTunes under Tony Bruno Show, okay. but it's also on our website, TonyBrunoShow.com. Uh-huh. It is on all of the Yahoo podcasting uh, sites. What's the name of that uh, thing? A PodcastArena.com. Yes, Podcast Arena. Yeah, so, I mean, we're kind of like everywhere. Exactly. So, Miss um, Robbins here, Tony Bruno. Luigi Curto's here. He's, he's happy now because he just ate. Yes. He just ate some good pie. How was the parchetelli with the, uh, the kale? Correct. It. Chicken, roasted chicken, the roasted artichokes, chicken. artichokes, artichokes, kale, uh, some fresh mozzarella in there. Correct. A little, so a little bit creamy, of creamy, a little uh, bit of milk, fresh basil milk, on top. Um, some. It's almost like a fettuccine, but there's no heavy butter. Yeah, it's not an Alfredo. Pers- it's not right. an Alfredo traditional style, but it's more of just like a cheese sauce that just was more incorporated with the pasta as you're cooking it. Kind it's of a healthier yeah. cheese sauce than Alfredo because Alfredo is nothing but butter. Absolutely, no calories That's whatsoever. That's all it is. No, but Alfredo was like they call that a heart attack on a plate because there's so much right. fat content in there. There this was, was a uh, medium because, well, fat no, because content. I had to make a roux first. So you make the roux with the butter. We're going to roux the day that we had this meal tonight. Damn right, <clears throat> Luigi's so. here, and guess who's here with us tonight too? It's the me. great Natalie Egenhoff is in the house. Give her that? a roaring round of applause. Do we have that in there I somewhere? I have it in here. I guess I go All right, we got to get you it. Know, you know who's not here because he is. <laughs> Wait a minute. we got to get Natalie in Hello, it's me. <laughs> Wait, that's Todd Rundgren from Upper Darby. <laughs> Joe Corrado is... Yes, where is he? Disney World. Oh, man. What do you mean? What do you Because he's at the happiest place on earth. I love Disney World. I know. We told, I told Joe that we would much rather be doing the show down there with him. We should. I know the guy who runs the joint. I know. Next my, time, we My former we boss, we should do that. it. We got to do a podcast from and Walt Disney World. Live from the Magic Kingdom. He Absolutely. has actually given us an open invitation to do a podcast. Yes, Kevin Young, who runs all the media yeah. stuff for... Not just Disney World in Orlando, not just Disneyland in Anaheim, every Disney park around the world. When we, never, saw yeah. him, when we saw him last, he was just coming back from um, Shanghai. Yeah, the new Disney the park new opening Dis- in Shanghai. Yes. Hi, hi, hi. No, that's, that's Japan. No, that's, uh, what's the matter with you? That's saying, thank you. Thank in, you. In that sounds Chinese. great. Are you all right now? Now you're right? Yeah, I'm, I'm full. You're I'm full. full that <laughs> meal was so good. It was good. I know. I'm, uh, that eating. was delicious. We delayed the start of the show because we were so hungry. <laughs> and we didn't want to eat on the air because it's not really nice. But we did, though. But we, we did, did eat anyway. Did. People join us for dinner tonight. Yeah, yeah but we didn't eat when we started the actual show. Correct. We were eating. But pre-show. I love the fact that Luigi added some <laughs> dinner music. So anybody that did tune in, <laughs> yeah, why the hell not, man? They heard dinner music and plates clinking. It probably sounded fake, but it was real. You know how we were really eating. You know how athletes have a pregame meal that you never hear, you only hear about, but you never yes. hear it. You actually heard our pregame meal tonight. <laughs> You're not getting that on any other crappy no. radio show. Not a chance. You're no, not, not getting that on terrestrial <laughs> and radio. You, and you got to hear the pre-dinner conversation, exactly. which, you know, you're not getting that. You get to hear what? Luigi. You have to run out to the parking meter to put more quarters <laughs> yeah. in. Pumps later. I got about an hour left. Because I live in a neighborhood where parking, it's like being in New York or San Francisco. Or L.A. Actually, it's easier to park in L.A. than it is here in Philly. I got such a great spot. I must have lucked out. She parked in Switzerland. Yeah. Yes. There's this one little island that is off of Passyunk in the middle of... It's it's a triangulation between Passyunk, Mifflin, and 13th. Yeah, so they come together in the Y. Right. And so there's this little triangular island. We call it Switzerland. And there's only like six spots on the entire... There's two on one side, two on the other side, and then one on the one end. Right. And and if you park there, there's no... don't have to have a 24 sticker right. you don't have to put any no money meters. in the meter and right. you can park however long you want because there's no two-hour parking it's the only place <laughs> it's switzerland it is. <laughs> it's the switzerland of south philadelphia where people park on their sidewalks they park <laughs> in the middle of broad street 
But now I told Luigi about Switzerland. I've only parked there once. I know. What are the odds that I got a spot? I circled then? the block so three times to try to, to try to get it, and nobody moved. No. Now you can do the same thing on Broad Street. In the middle, if you you know like how everybody parks like in the middle, yeah, when it's ridiculous. Yeah, that which I, I don't also, understand how that's legal. I have no I, idea I how that's legal. I don't legal. understand it either. I don't know who makes the laws in this town. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Not Frank Rizzo. He hasn't been around here for a while. Anyway, <laughs> we got a fun show for you tonight. The NFL draft, of course, continues. If you like to sit around and watch the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds, yeah. so exciting. I recommend dating. Or perhaps going online looking for a female who will come to you, or a male, or depending male. whether you're a lonely If you watch woman more or... than the first round? Yes. N- no, I think you can watch day two. I think if you no. go into day what three. If, what if it's like background noise? Like, so I'll be, I'll be continuing. We'll have it on as long as you're like welding or something like that. We'll have it on in the background. But Natalie will be moving. You, I'll be moving. You know what would be okay? Well, remember, watching now, it while listening to us. There you go. Because the that second and yes. third okay. rounds yes. are on tonight, this Friday night, as yeah. we do this show live. So. And I've done the NFL draft many times at ESPN and did it at Fox a couple of years. First round is exciting. Yes. Once you get to the set, now I know for the kids involved and for the teams involved, but you, when you're watching the second round, I guarantee you in Chicago, in that same packed theater, that place will be half empty oh, yeah, on no Friday doubt. night. And then Saturday, there won't be anybody in the joint. I, like I said, I think, I think watching day two is fine. The second, third, fourth round is okay. But the fifth, sixth, seventh round guys no. that get picked, there's nobody there for that. If you're watching that, then you really need... Help. We don't, Professional what, help. What round was um? Remember Michael Sam? What round was he drafted seventh. in? He was he in the seventh. Yeah, he and went I mean, last. And I mean, he the crowd for him. I mean, because that's he, because everyone hung around because he's it's, the first openly gay athlete to ever be drafted. Well, and NFL. it's so funny. And that's what they said. They said it's no one cares about the seventh round except for right now. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. That was the only reason why because <laughs> he was going to get drafted and everyone. It was a big monumental thing, and it's 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 good. But again, he's not in the league anymore because he yeah, can't play football. He? He yeah, can't where play. is he now? He just can't where play. I think he he's going to do a reality show with the Kardashians or something. Probably. There's, a, there's a solid chance of that. <laughs> exactly. Solid chance of that. But the, the, there was no drama to me in the draft. You know, we already knew it was. I knew what was going to happen a month ago. I know. We knew that Jared Goff was going to go first to the Rams because and he's a California were acting king. Like it was like, ooh, what's going to happen? Well, I we don't, don't know. Well, because I, you never know. Yeah, I never understood no, why they no. why they still run out the clock. Like we don't know what you're doing. They run out. You know why they run out? Dramatic effect to allow the other team's guy to go up there. Like when Goff was drafted number one on Thursday night, the Eagles immediately go on the clock with the number two pick, and the clock starts. By the time that starts, it's fifteen minutes between picks. By the time they get close to making the announcement, they bring the guy up. The commissioner gets booed, makes the announcement, gets booed before every pick. <laughs> right. Then he goes out there, and they all stop booing right as he starts yes. to announce. Yeah. It's like everybody, so, shh. So there's, so there's some etiquette. <laughs> right. You, but, and then, I, that's Let the man I was talk. Thinking. Let the man talk. You know? But it's interesting, though. Here's Roger Goodell made like $40 million last year. It's unbelievable. You think he cares that these stunads are booing him wherever he is? He cares about nothing. I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm convinced. I think he, he cares. smiles. And he hugs everyone for making him rich. Hugs, That's yeah. nice. Well, and ever all the new players are extremely excited to be hugging him. I mean, they're no, not. Well, they just want to get their jersey they're and get a, a paycheck. Picture, That's what well, they're hugging. Yeah. It is, it's, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But it is a great thing for those kids, those first-rounders. I mean, to be taken in the first-round NFL draft, it's a pretty big accomplishment in your life, I would think. How much extra money do they get to It be... depends. It used to be the number one, but now it's slotted. So there's no more holdouts of first-round picks. Back in the day, guys would get drafted in the first they round. Def- well, Bradford was the last demand, one. And they would demand ridiculous amounts of money. But now the first pick doesn't get, doesn't get the name as price anymore. Oh. So the, the, the salaries are slotted. So it's set. But it's, it's still yeah. more than anybody else, Of course. Though, right? the, first, the first five, first top ten picks get paid more than picks 11 through 
uh, 25 all the way to 31. There were so only 31 already, picks, you know. So it's already in six figures, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Now, by the time the, the last person picked, what, what price is that? He's not guaranteed to even make the team. No. The There's last person picked doesn't get anything. You don't get, get a anything, chance Robert. to go and show up and say, I'm a seventh-round pick, and hopefully I can make the team. So what is the last person picked that is guaranteed a slot? Nobody's guaranteed no, a slot. Nobody's guaranteed. Well, your first-round guys, your second-round guys, and some of your third-round guys, they they're hold, not they, guaranteed. No, but they get some kind of guaranteed money, but it doesn't mean you're guaranteed to make the team. Exactly. Guys that are picked in the sixth round, the fifth, sixth, seventh round, they're guaranteed they not, almost, neither. <laughs> if you're picked in the sixth or seventh round, it's, it's nice to be drafted, but your agent <laughs> really doesn't even want you to be drafted. You'd rather go sign as an unrestricted free agent, ah. rookie free agent. That's that why you don't watch deal. the fifth, sixth, and seventh round unless you're a player who's hoping to get a, a, to say, I was drafted in the NFL. Now, is there gambling to be had with the draft? Like, can you no, gamble not anymore. Nobody. If you're betting, what do you, what do you mean? Like, who's going to get taken? I don't know. Yeah. Not in the There's second odds. and third, fourth and fifth. No, not round. that far down. No, the first round. But I'm telling you, the mock drafts this year were a total joke because normally there's some drama and intrigue, but everybody knew the top two picks were going to be Goff and Wentz. Everybody knew that. The only surprise was Joey Bosa going third. Yeah, that because, was a shock. Because he supposedly dropped down, but then they took him because he's a monster and the Chargers need a pass rush. So to me, I, I thought it was boring, to be honest. And I've watched a million drafts. I thought the first round of the NFL draft was boring. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Aside from the Laramie uh, Tunsil drama that was unfolding before yeah, our but eyes. Was, the, the guy didn't smoke weed through a stinking gas mask. Nobody would have cared. Yeah, he didn't. If it I, wasn't for that video of the guy smoking weed through a gas mask, <laughs> which people do all the time here in South Philly. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he I needs think, a gas mask. Well, you think a bong hit, he gas masked it, dude. That's... I just thought it was crazy how they kept addressing it throughout the broadcast. You know, they, they know, kept going. They tried to create drama. They did. Yes. There they, was they no did. drama. They were. Oh, sorry. They what were. Was that? <laughs> sorry. Was that the gas mask? No, no, no. Have you ever smoked weed through a gas mask? No, no, I have not. Luigi, have you no, ever I've never smoked weed through a gas mask. I've shotgunned no. a thing or two. But. Through a yeah. gas mask? No, not through a gas Actually, mask. Maybe he was just the trying highest to, like, I ever stock. got was shotgunning. Maybe he tried to up his draft value by showing his lung capacity. I don't know. I mean, But I saw his news conference in Miami, and he, every question was, you know, I'm just here to try to play football. That's it. So they just kept asking him the same it's question over and over again. It's a shame. But, Tony, you know what, though? I, I think I kind of disagree with you a little bit about the – the interest of the first round. And I thought it was pretty good because after the first two picks, you knew were going to be Goff and Wentz. After that, you really but, didn't know but, what was going to happen. Like you said, Bosa went three. Yeah, then all of a sudden, wasn't. Jerry Jones proved he couldn't resist and he had to take Ezekiel Elliott when he, he should have took Ramsey, who's right there, could help the defense. But I, I think a lot of... Uh, but it's not, it wasn't the normal, oh my God, who the first... We know no, who do the you first know why? Because be there was Because there wasn't any holy crap trade exactly. during the first round. It all happened prior to. That's, and that's why. why mock drafts are a joke. All these the people most part, who start yeah. doing mock drafts in January after the season ends, after the Super Bowl, they're doing mock drafts. Again, I get it. You know, we have we have internet sites to fill. We have guys who make a living. Mel Kuyper and those guys, that's their job. They're, they're there to get people to go online and buy their services and get involved with the mock drafts. It's part of sports. But to me, I think mock drafts are boring. I don't I don't look at any mock drafts. None. Okay. I mean, now, you they, watch, do you look at any mock drafts? I, I Why? Look, I, I entertain them, but I don't really take them, you know, to They heart. all went out the window once the Eagles moved up to number two. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, they really are baseless. They mean they have some foundation, but they don't really mean anything in the grand scheme of no, things. No, it's just so guys can brag that they had uh, seven of the right. top ten. Yeah, I had him right. pegged. I had him pegged. Yeah, and they were all wrong. And this is the answer to Robin's question. 
Now, this is, this is going back to, to 2010, which was the last year before the rookie wage scale went down. Okay. Um, this is, Sam Bradford was the last beneficiary of this. He was the number one pick by St. Louis. His rookie deal was six years, $78 million with 50 of it guaranteed. Yep. The, number two wow. pick, the number two pick, okay, which was in, uh, in Kansu, he got five years, $68 million, and 40 of it was guaranteed. So now you're, th- this is just the top ten. Uh, actually, you know what? Now let's go down to the, to the last pick in the draft. The last, the last pick in the first round was Patrick Robinson by the New, by the New Orleans Saints, the cornerback. Uh-huh. He got 12, 12 million with seven of it guaranteed. So he's the thirty second pick. He's the thirty so second pick in the from first round. One to thirty two. Do you see it, it goes down exponentially? In guaranteed money, right, was forty three million dollars. Wow. Now, exactly. okay. There's so nobody right now in the last – since this rookie wage scale went into place, no one since 2010 has, has gotten that kind of guarantee. No. So money. now let's, let's t- talk about this year. Like what are the wages that – We don't know, Robin. That's year? all minutia. Nobody cares. Yes, we do. No, we don't. I don't care. <laughs> we care about money. I don't let people look it up online. Who cares what the number one pick gets? It's a, it's a big difference. It, they're, not, they're not making anywhere they're not near that. They're not making 58 50, million. 60. No, they're not making anywhere near that. No. They put an end to that, well, right? Well, I don't think you know you why they do that, it because, Robin. Well, it's silly because they haven't proven themselves. Well, yet. guess what? That's, the NBA that was the big, number that one was, picks yeah. get overpaid. Well, not in the rookie deals. No, the rookie deals there too have been taken down a lot. They had to be absolutely, yeah, because it's ridiculous giving eighteen-year-old kids fifty million-dollar contract. In any sport, in any sport, it's all about the second contract. The second and third contract exactly. is where you really make your because money. Because then you've proven yourself. You know what you're getting, and you you can actually show what you really have in. The, in in the real league, like you know what bothers me, you know what bores me the most about sports is people discussing salaries. It's like, oh, they, they just signed this guy. Oh, the Phillies payroll. The they old- got all this money. <laughs> Who cares? Oh, I don't. I don't care. I'm much watching anything. a game. I don't care what they make. Unless I'm watching a goddamn my- game, and I don't care whether a guy makes $25 million a year or $25,000 a year. This is why I care, because I think it's way too much. I think they're getting way freaking too much money, and it bugs me. It well, bugs and, the crap and to, out Ro- and to Robin's point, and then you have Sam Bradford, <laughs> who, is, who is robbing the NFL blind, and he's done nothing. Exactly. He's, he's done nothing. Yes, he is. He's playing Nobody, this- rob- Nobody steals he's, more money he's than playing- baseball players and, and NBA, NBA players. players. Well, Those Sam guys- Bradford's playing the system, and it's working. But Sam Bradford gets what they're willing to pay him. I don't know how. This is the outrage. Because he was a great college player, and he was the number one overall pick. Right. No, listen. In I'm, 2010. Uh, listen, I'm with, I'm with Tony the whole thing. I don't – listen, you can pay these guys whatever you want. I don't care. It's not my money. My thing is is that, going on what Robin was saying, the reason why they fixed that is because a lot of veterans were saying, again, you're making all this money without proving yourself. That was the whole thing. Exactly. And it should be where you make your money in the second contract or the third contract. That should be where you make your money. Well, not only that, but these salaries are so out of – they're not. They're, you know why they're not, Robin? But no, because the, the the fans are ending up paying for it in no, the long run. You know run. why they're not? Yes. Because the amount of money the television networks are paying That's the NFL for the rights fees keeps going up exponentially every year. And when the amount of money the NFL makes goes up, the amount of money they have to give to the employees goes up. That's how it works. The difference, the problem with sports in the versus the real world. In sports, you're taking a high school or a college kid and you're giving him the keys to your business. That's like taking a kid who graduates from college and putting him as the CEO Correct, of right a away. major corporation. Yeah. And especially, especially for the like uber-talented ones. Exactly. Luigi and making him a producer. Oh, wait. 
<laughs> no, but Luigi worked his way up. I worked my way up, though. I worked my way into the second contract, into the third contract. And the, and the contracts have been consistently no, no. zero. No, exactly right. Exactly right. We have a salary cap. No. For the love of the game. For the love of the game right there. No, it is. No, the thing is, the difference was, though, is that, again, I came in and started just answering the phone. Tony didn't let me talk on the radio. Exactly. He didn't let me push any buttons. He didn't let me do anything. No, you're right. You're right. I earned that responsibility. I earned that Zero salary. That's exactly. what it is. It I mean, every, everybody in radio but does. No, it's Pretty true. much. I, I mean, did the and, same. And it, to me, it really bugs me. To, I mean, it's it. You allow who cares see, because about the salary? I see the other side of it. I'm, when you I'm go not to a seeing... movie, do you care what the actor gets? Do you care when you go see a play? When it's a shitty movie, yeah, I do. When you go see a play, <laughs> exactly. you sit there and say, "I wonder what the lead actress is making. I wonder what you the know background what's weird? I never think about it in theater, Who but cares I do what the think key about grips it in making film. or the caterer Look, makes. I was key an actor in that movie. In that movie that I did, <laughs> I made I made buku bucks. Yeah, yeah what did you really make for that? not saying anything? What I made, did you make? That I was made... a movie again. Let people. Natalie, of course, is a. It was in a major motion picture. I don't like to brag about this because it was the biggest, probably. Box flop? office flop ever? No, not so no, bigger not, than Waterworld. No, bigger. not ever. But, than, but uh, it was it was, was the, the flop. Wait, was the Ben Affleck movie? It was probably Jack Nicholson's only flop. Oh, Geely. Geely was yeah. the worst piece of crap. It's, ever. It's, it's there next to Geely and Jersey Girl <laughs> and Jersey Girl. <laughs> not our friend Jersey Girl. Age? No, 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 no. No, she's awesome. Yeah. No, but the but the budget was astronomical. It was James L. Brooks? It was an amazing. It was supposed to be an amazing film. This was a star-studded cast. Star, star-studded movie. It was Jack Nicholson. Paul Rudd, Reese Witherspoon, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Um, I mean, those four alone. This and isn't some 2 a.m. Exactly. Showtime crap movie now, that they throw paid, on that yeah, I Starring Boss Bagwell. Yeah. I'm sorry. Were you paid equity scale? Uh, I don't know what I was paid. I just showed up and I was like, I'm here with Paul Rudd and Jack Nicholson and this is awesome. Uh, and they also, they fed us and they sliced okay. the, the crab legs for us, which I just, nice. that, that was payment enough Wait, for me. They cracked the crab legs for you? They cra- it was the first time oh, I ever crack, experienced crack, that. Man. But I made, I was, for five days, I did probably 18 hours a day on set. It was long set, right. hair, makeup, whole nine. Right. I made $2,000. Wow. Nice. Luigi has to work a whole month scale, for that. By the way, that is, that is get the out. lesson skill. Get out. He has to work the whole year Showed and him on this seems show, like yeah. a lot of money to you, but for well, at 21, pay, yeah. I was like, Woohoo! Too great, I'm retired. We're <laughs> talking about I I to hang out right. with all these fun people. I'll be an extra for the rest of my life, exactly. Now, Roger, Robin's <laughs> acting like a, like a cat. She's got an empty wine glass. I know, I know. she's like, too. Nudging me. she's yeah, I'm doing a show. And yeah, she's I got nudging it. me I got for it. more you know wine. What it's like like I'm see... the freaking bartender here. <laughs> I got you it. I'm like... trying to do a damn radio show. Have you seen that video of the, uh, what's that animal, the ringtail lemur? Oh, yeah. Did you see that one? That's it's a like, great no. video. It is adorable. It's these two little African boys in Africa that are petting a ringtail lemur, which is kind of like a monkey, but it You've looks like. You've seen a ringtail lemur, right? I know what you're talking okay. about. So they're cute. It's, yeah, real so cute. They're, they're petting, no, they are. They're petting the ringtail lemur. And, and they're when like they scratching s- his back, yeah, basically. When they, and when he <laughs> stops, the, the little the, the lemur reaches around and like points, points to, to the his spot back. Again. And like, what? right here, right here, right Do here. Do it again. Right. It is and then the kid so starts scratching adorable. his back really? again. Really? Yes. And then, then as soon as they stop, he puts his hand behind his back, his paw. And my cat does that. I'm riddle. Our, our daddy cat. <laughs> yeah, he's the best. When he comes up, now he gets in bed with us, and he comes up, and he, he, he likes when I rub his head, and then when I stop, he gets his head in and nudges it into my hand. He's like, like I'm ready more. to go. Yeah. I want more. But this is pointing. This lemur is actually pointing, pointing. to where he wants like, to be. Like, that's the spot. And, yeah. and it's over and over and over again. He like, 
It's, it's not That's just... what Robin does on Facebook. She looks up videos all day. <laughs> no, I don't. And they find up. her. They actually, find yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> they find me. It is a draw. I have people, to show it. Yeah, to I want to see it. Uh, you have to see it. People are asking what kind of wine we're drinking. We're drinking Predator Old Vine Zinfandel, the Lodi Appellation. Yeah, and you know what? Predator needs to like step up their game a little bit. You've been throwing them mad plugs for the I past know. month. And I'm like, why is it called Predator if it has a a, 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 a ladybug? On the on the which uh, seems label. so non predator like. Now, of course, Lodi but, to me has the best Zinfandel vines in the world because they have a lot of old and ancient vines. I've told the story before. Zinfandel grapes, you can have vines that are over a hundred years old, but it's still producing grapes. And most grape vines only last ten, twenty, right. maybe thirty years. And then you have to start years, over again. And then they get cut down. But but Zinfandel grapes grow forever, it seems. But they produce fewer grapes as they get older. And so some of the 100-year-old Zinfandel vines up in Lodi, California, and other uh-huh. places, they produce fewer grapes. But the grapes they do produce are exquisite. And, and they, they produce often, the best wines. So we have ancient pr- vines. brought over from Italy. So like the, they, the, the vines that were brought over 100 years, 100 ago. years ago, they weren't called Zinfandel, though, right? I don't know what they were called. It was it wasn't something else. Because isn't do you Zinfandel- make your own wine? No. Really? I just whine I on the... I feel like you... Uh, that's, all, that's all we do. We just, we just is, that, is that what's going on in the basement down no, there? No, <laughs> yeah. no. I will never make my... This whole thing... You're going to see me like, down there barefoot <laughs> pressing grapes? You know in fun? a giant barrel? I used to do that when I was little. My grandpa's house. Can we, we, can we do that next one. time? Sure. Let's stomp grapes. I know so many like Italian people in the city, and it, and it happens not just in Philadelphia, New York, you name right. it. But they make their own wine. Yep. And, and I, I'm like, Why? I know you should go buy it. And then I said, oh, try it. And it's vinegar. It sucks. And I open it. I'm like, my cousin sends me a bottle of his wine. And he's like, you gotta taste this. I made this last year. It is phenomenal. Okay. If, I open we it up, love it's you like guys. Vinegar. You're gonna you sprinkle wanna, it on if, your if, salad. If you want to taste something awful and get hammered, drink homemade wine. Oh, it is man. so bad. Homemade what? wine, unless you know what you're doing. But it, if it's in the basement on the East Coast, uh-uh. Even red wine here on the East Coast in wineries, for the most part. Now, I have tasted mediocre. a couple. The mediocre at best. I'm actually obsessed so, with Chad's Ford. Chad's Ford is Chad's Ford's Pino, good. But it's not Noir. great. Now, see, because we're wine snobs. I'm yes. a wine snob. I'm, I'm turning into one. I'm turning into one. So I, it's not that I, I, I look down on I had some Chad's Ford wine the other night. We were on the uh, yeah. Patriot. On the Patriot Harbor Line, the uh, the inauguration oh, of the Liberty. That. I was so Why awesome. weren't you there? I, I didn't know you guys were going. Yeah, so I finally got the meet. Put my arms around. I saw it. Alex Holly, baby. Yeah, but you see, Luigi asked me to introduce him to Alex Holly at Fox Because I didn't know how it was going to go. after the fact... He's acting like she knew him, and he wanted. She came up to him. She did. She walked up to me. She goes, "But you, you have never ever eyebrows. acknowledged the fact that if it wasn't She's for me, right. yeah. you do have great eyebrows. Thank you for a man. Do you, you pluck them? Nope. Are yeah, you sure? The middle, the middle. Oh the, no, right here. Yeah, you got a straggler here and there, but that's about it. Do you get him waxed? No. Because when I see a guy with waxed eyebrows, wax you don't have to. What, like, that? No. what does that say to you? No, you I have don't no, have a unibrow? No, I do not. Really? See, because I'm still dating. Is that something that I have to look for? Waxed eyebrows? What if, if you see if a, a guy with waxed eyebrows, eyebrows, you go the other way. Okay. <laughs> you know, the other who way. is it that we yeah, but know? I'm, but I'm pressing like 315, Uber, so it's okay. Uber, Uber <laughs> I could back it up. It's okay. I think it was somebody at 97.5, wasn't it? I don't know, but Billy Zane. He's the first guy I noticed that had. From Titanic? And, yes. And Billy first, Zane. And first of all, I, I asked you to introduce <laughs> me to her because you know her personally. I didn't want to walk over and be like, oh, Alex Holly, I secretly love you. And you know what I mean? And be very, very awkward like it is now. Because I know everybody, and then you, you did me a favor. That? And you did me a favor. So what did you, you say? What did you say when just, she, she, she complimented your I didn't your say eyebrows. a word to her. I said, "Tony, can you introduce me?" You go, did, you, goes, did you touch them and no. stroke them? And I said, "No." no she looked she, at him and said, "She out of the blue." Yeah. She goes, "Wow, you have great eyebrows." That was it. And then we just kind of hung out for a little bit. Did you, did you, did you, you know scrunch me. them down and stare at her? No. 
How about raise one? Like, uh, <laughs> you know me. Did you raise one? No. You should have raised one. I did not go rock on it. I did not go rock eyebrow. I can't do that. I can only do it with the one side. I can't do the other side. Yeah, the things? rock eyebrow. No, I can't, I can't do, I can do rock. I can, I, smell, I, I, I can smell what Robin's cooking. I don't have the pe- I don't have the people's <laughs> eyebrow. I don't have it. I'm not I'm not I gonna don't... get. I don't do the old. What I do is if my eyebrows get too bushy, I just comb them up and then I just get a little scissor. <laughs> you just keep combing them. Have a full head of hair. No, I don't want to do like the Andy Rooney. <laughs> when I see guys like with eyebrows that are super long, and I'm like, trim the damn. But I don't want them waxed. I don't want guys should not have perfectly manicured eyebrows. That is gay. With, <laughs> with all due respect to the gay community, and I am. I have zillions of friends who are gay, and I don't care about people's sexual preference. You know that. But to me, a man who gets his eyebrows manscaped, manscaped. That, there's something wrong with that. I, I, I get agree. grooming. I get grooming up and down below, hair, all the other stuff. Eyebrows on guys that are tweaked so in or, other words, or waxed me, wait, wait, wait. So, is a violation so of any Tony kind of human Bruno decency. <laughs> waxing etiquette. Everything from the... From like in the, from the nether regions, you can wax galore. You can do no, whatever. No, guys should never wax you down. There. Okay, no, so you, you don't need wax to... down there. So in other words, men should not wax. Period. I don't think so. And again, you can do whatever you what want. What about their backs? Oh, ill. Who's <laughs> that noise? Ill. That's <laughs> how I feel about a hairy back. As Ew. I've suggested, I don't care. I don't judge people based on that. Except I just call Luigi gay for having waxed eyebrows. I don't have waxed eyebrows. They're just he's claiming that he doesn't. I don't. As LeBron, They're natural. As LeBron James once said and got away with. No homo. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. Guys would say something. They would say something that's... Which I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. And then he got away with it. But so who was it just... I got, a, co- I got, a, co- I got a compliment, and you're just bashing me, dude. No, who was a hockey player that Haven't made a gay slur on the now? ice for the yeah, Chicago yeah. Blackhawks and got suspended for a game um, for making a gay, uh, a gay slur on the ice? I, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the guy's right name. Right but I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. The guy gets suspended. Guys yeah. in the NBA say no homo. And it's okay. Because it's LeBron. He could probably exactly. say whatever he wants. He can say he anything wants. he wants. Damn right. LeBron That's a double standard. So if you're going to crip me for, for goofing off and saying that... You that, can say no that, homo. That's, I, can, I can say because I'm not. I don't have a problem with uh, gay people. Steve Avery. Steve Avery. Steve Avery. Avery. Ruin tomorrow checks in. He goes, Steve Avery, who said it. Not the former not, uh, by the Braves way, Dean, pitcher, Steve Dean Avery. Dean from Florida is checking in tonight, too. Oh, Dean is down yeah, there in Clearwater? he's listening. Love Dean. 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 Hey, Dean. What, what happened to Ben Bishop the other night with the, your Tampa Bay the Lightning? Biggest, the, the, the most impressive phone call from Dean that I remember is when you went all ape shit on him. I almost, it's sort of like I did with you about salaries. Yeah, that no, was a no, little... No. I've never seen that. Oh, now that, that was not is, it, is it now that we're in the dining room, it's all going to come That's out? That's right. Now we're at the dinner now table, it all comes out. All the laundry come comes out. out. He's going to start talking with his hands This more. didn't happen That's at right. a comedy sports. <laughs> no, no, none of this happened out in the public. Now we're home, home setting. Home God, setting. The wine, wine is flowing. The bellies the are full. No. <laughs> Actually, now you, the, I hate you, Tony Bruno. <laughs> if you go on to YouTube and look up the Tony Bruno rant... Um, I made this was it, live I, on national radio. Right, it too. was live oh, on national God. radio. He goes off on Dean, but Dean is a friend, so you know. But he went. We should call Dean off, and put him on here. Off, I'm not going to tolerate your crap today. Call Dean right now. And, call and him. I, you I got his number, Robin? Did, Are you paying attention yes, to me? Yes, I am. And I, I, I did one of those uh, videos where he turned into the Hulk. Yeah, it's hysterical. I'm it's Sean Avery. It's Sean Avery, not Steve Avery. Yeah, not Steve Avery. I was, was going to say pitcher for the Atlanta Braves. I understand. Part of that great Steve Avery, part don't, of that, uh, you me. know the other starters? He was the fifth starter on the Atlanta Braves. Back Greg Maddox, were... Tom Glavin, mm-hmm. um, John on. Schmoltz, yep. Avery, and hold on. 
There's one other oh guy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why am I drawing a blank? It's like the Fab Five. You remember the first four, but, can, but everybody, exactly. for, everybody forgets. Um, we got to call Dean so I can everybody rip Everybody forgets Jimmy King. Okay, oh, let me God. see if Who I can get Poor Dean. I'm going to call him. By the way, we'll have just a tribute. just going to call people to yell at them? We will have a tribute to a legend tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, a too. true legend. A true legend. Who? A local yes. legend. A neighborhood you know, legend. Oh. No, he's, a, he's a national treasure, isn't he? I forgot my Raspberry Beret. I thought we were talking no, about no, Prince. Prince. We're going to have right, him taken right, care right, of. Right, every right. day, obviously, we lose people. Every hour, people die. And every There's hour, people are born. There's been a lot of people, this year? people that have died Music. Recently. Music yeah. this oh, year I mean, has just suffered. 2016 has been off the charts. When you look at the people in music, I mean, legendary people. You know, we lose people every day again. So I don't want to make one person more important than the other. But obviously, when a prince dies, everybody knows who Prince is. Not everybody knows who your niece is or your nephew he or your uncle or your grandpa. He was a soundtrack to my high school. Like, literally, like, my entire high school, both in Europe and in the U.S., his music was playing. All it was the first. All these it was the first CD I actually owned. I got really? it for Christmas. Which and one? Purple, Purple Rain. Rain. I got it for Christmas, and I just I didn't know what it was or who it was, and it was just him in the suit on the on the bike. And I'm like, Dad, like, what is this? He's like, It's Prince, Natalie. What's the matter with you? You don't yeah, know this. Like, and I'm like, it's maybe common like knowledge. nine or ten, and I, I was like, okay, so I put it on, and I was actually just watching um some of his videos and his uh, halftime show. Oh, this, in a rain. Oh, my in God. In rain. Rain. And, and you, of all people, should love him from the most for kicking yes. Kim Kardashian off, off the, the stage. stage. That was <laughs> the best. She's it up there like, so just, just like, what do I do? Yeah. He's like, get off the stage. Oh, it was are you so kidding perfect. me? It was so I perfect. loved Prince long before that. I loved him back in the Apollonian vanity days. Wow. All those hot chicks that Apollonia. he always had around. Shalomar. Okay, so exactly. Dean says that we can call him. Should we call him live on the air and let yeah, him Yeah, we're going to call okay. him live on the air. Are we going to do this right business. now? Because gonna... we don't have a phone number so to turn call up the in. Guests. I feel so bad. We're calling, we're calling right him right on the yellow. We're calling him right now. This is happening right now. We're literally we're calling, calling him live. We're calling Dean in Clearwater, Florida. Jeez. Hello? Nunzio's morgue. You kill him, we chill him. What yeah, it is, right. what it is. I know why you're actually available tonight because the Bruins didn't make the hockey playoffs. The Red Sox stink, <laughs> and there's nothing else going on. Tampa Bay Lightning got lit up the other night by the Islander, and Ben Bishop got cleaned out. Man, what's going on down there? There's a little bit of ring rust, that's all. They'll be fine. <laughs> ring rust? Ring rust. <laughs> <laughs> what the? It's like an STD or something. How do you get ring rust? Get ring rust. <laughs> that's like a wrestling term, right? Ring, isn't there like a ring rust radio show? Something like that. What the hell? Ooh, are you yeah. Down there? yeah. What's going on down there, man? Nah, not nah, not a dancing Tony. It's starting to get hot, melting. I need to get head up to the Cape. This is ridiculous. It's freezing here. I had to turn the heat on. Two nights ago it's it was so hot. It's so cold. Last night I had to turn the heat on in the house. It's an outrage. Turn the heat on. Yeah, it was that cold. It was cold. cold and damp and miserable. It was like eighty degrees over the weekend, and then it became cold and damp and dark and dreary. No, man. well, not only that, but it I puts made me him in a bad mood. And I'm never in a bad mood. <laughs> and I made him sleep on if, the sofa. If you're cold, so. Bruno, shouldn't you be getting body heat from Robin? I no, I made him sleep on the sofa last night. She didn't make me sleep on the sofa. This is my house. You come into my house. <laughs> You got to see my basement. I got the washer and dryer all hooked up. I said, you plumbing? Yes. You should get your behind kicked. Damn right. I got the plumbing done. Yeah, I done. seen some of the pictures. You did quality work there. Look Electrical, like. plumbing, gas lines, everything. I have to go Cement down and see work. this for myself as soon as we're it's done. Awesome. Yes. We got the washer and dryer. Take me to the dungeon. I will take you to the dungeon, Natalie. <laughs> we're taking Natalie to the dungeon after the show. <laughs> Hey, Tony, if, if, if this radio career doesn't work out, you can always become a handyman. 
Well, I already have my handyman. We, we what have do you people... mean radio career doesn't work out? I'm, my radio career is grinding down, man. That's why I'm doing a stupid podcast. <laughs> Dean, we have people telling us that we need to incorporate a home improvement portion of, of, a, of the show. There you go. You know, Robin does a periscope every once in a while, but we don't have like we, we should have a camera rolling all the time. Yes. Yeah. To see the the, the, the yeah, uh, we don't the have like a, stuff. you know how they all these stupid <laughs> yes. home improvement shows that would it's be like very this is before for and after. <laughs> yeah. We don't have any before and after pictures. People for look example, down the basement and say, Oh, that's nice. They didn't see what it was before. They didn't see the bond that happened between you exactly. and I when we were laying pipe time. By the way, we, I don't want to know about that. You trust me. You guys keep that to yourself. It was quality Luigi TV. Luigi came over the other day and because we do not have stairs right now. We only have a ladder going down. And the guys wouldn't bring the washer and dryer down. Because we don't have we stairs. We have brand new washer and dryer delivered. They would not bring it down. So we had to engineer a system. And Luigi came over, and he was down below, and Tony and I were up above. We had ropes. It was we like the ropes. Egyptians yeah. moving the the, 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 the pier to the Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. There are no stairs. No, no, no stairs, Natalie. No <laughs> the, the ladder. ladder. I, we got to step. We lower, I, we lower I, you down. The, we lower you down fine. the basket with the lotion and everything else. It's pretty good. All right, I'm in. Yeah, I trust. I trusted these two. With, with, with a, what, a quarter-inch piece of rope with 350 pounds hanging over yep. my head. We got it right down, though, I'm man. just going to need a little bit more of this no before you put me in a basket. House? What, Tony? Yes. Tony, what's this, an old Philadelphia mob dungeon house? You, did you find bodies down there? No, no. We did I didn't. search. We did search. We did find I found an, a bottle. an ancient <laughs> bottle. Um, it's a, I looked on, it I up. It's worth it. like $12. Are you serious? Wow, that's yeah. great. What kind of bottle is it? Nice. It's, a, it's like an old me- medicine bottle from back in the 30s, 1930s. Oh, I love this stuff. Can I see it? Yeah, it's a cool little bottle. We looked it up and found out what it was. Back in the day, these doctors would have all these concoctions for kids. Yes. Right? Where is that bottle? Here, look at this awesome what bottle. What is this? Oh, nice. Oh, the, I wonder what was in there. I know, you know what was in there. Like it in museum, too. it says anodyne for infants on the side. A-N-O-D-Y-N-E. Anodyne for infants. And they were sued. So I Dr. Looked at, Groves. G-R-O-B-E-S. So I looked this up, and Dr. Groves and this company was sued because it was some kind of quack stuff, but it said that this was supposed to calm infants. It probably had, like, wow. cocaine in it or just, something or, like that. Or, like, whiskey. Can I see that? Yeah, it says, and it says on the side, Philadelphia. Say it says Philadelphia, Philadelphia. And then it says Dr. Groves on one side, and then it says Anodyne for Infants, and it's a little glass bottle. It's a that cool bottle. That is so cool. I know. Cool? It had dirt in it's, it. it was... It's a soothing syrup from the 1890s yes. to 1900s. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they got I, like, sued, and they had to take stuff. it off the market. Be careful. It was, Can it I smell soapy it? Water. Yeah. Can I smell it? It just had soapy water. It just had, it had dirt in it. It was buried under the dirt when they were digging up my basement. But when I You're right, Tony. Up, between 8 to 12 bucks. When I looked bucks. it yeah. up, um, That's amazing. They, the company was sued. I'm going to sell this to you for $15. Tonight, it's a right. collectible. Right. No shipping, shipping, well, not included. Say, no, we can't, we can't, we can't. No. That's, that's three ninety five <laughs> standard. Stuff they gave the kids before Ritalin. Yeah, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, good you know, because back in the day, they didn't have all these kids. Now are on everything. These kids are right. on all these drugs. Now, back then, they gave him a little bottle with stuff in it and said, hey, give us to the kid. Tell him to shut up here. Have him drink a little anodyne and Sprite. Exactly right. They used to say to like rub brandy and whiskey and all yeah. sorts of stuff on, on the gums, teeth. They still yeah. say that to kids with teething, right? I know. But Put this, some brandy on that yeah. thing. But they're used to, like, you used to <laughs> I don't even want to go there, dude. I don't purchase even want to go. liquid cocaine. Put brandy on anything. If you look online, you used to be able to purchase liquid cocaine for, as a painkiller. Now you drink Sterno and anything. Right, That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then Coca-Cola. That's yeah, why it's yeah. named Coca-Cola is because it has, you used to have coca leaves in it. I got to give Dean love, though. Whenever Dean goes to a fine room, Dean and I, Robin and I have had dinner down there in Tampa when we come down there. Yep. Dean's a friend. He's not just a listener. 
He's a buddy from way back. We go way back. Right? How far back, Dean? Oh, God. Well, before well, me. At least 20 years, probably, yeah. right? When I was roaming in Tampa at all the great establishments there on... Uh, Ybor Island. Dean, no, not Ybor City. Dean was Mostly BR on band, on, before uh, Robin. On Gundy. Tony, uh, Tony remember, the, remember the time that you, you got that um, the Jaguar for the night? And then we went to this nice restaurant before it opened and we got to go in there and eat before anybody else. And that was yeah. a solid evening. Oh, we had a lot of fun. That sounds like a great night. The night we hung out with, uh, with the Rich from Big and Rich. Remember that? Right. No, 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 no. I didn't go to that one. Remember? I, didn't, I said I can't be hanging around no country losers. Country oh, losers? We were on the guy's luxury bus with all kinds of hot <laughs> chicks on, on mechanical bulls on the stage. And, I'm surrounded I don't by care. I, yeah. I draw my line with... I draw my line with country music. But I can't that bar. Now, the Big and Rich isn't really country, wait, 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 though. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Tell That's Dean so about the bar we went into, this gigantic country bar in Tampa. I mean, this place was massive. Massive joint. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, because it's country. I don't. I oh, couldn't tell man, you. I hate to do it to you. Give him one of those, man. See now, Tony, give him one of the you, big you and rich aren't country. Well, they are. Well, they are. Because he won't do country, but he does do musicals. Who, Dean? I know. I know. Interesting. Dean, I we've never What's met this? before, but do you wax your eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a waxing in a minute. <laughs> the only thing he waxes is his, the only thing he waxes is his carrot. There I you hear go. you, baby. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Natalie has one simple question. Next thing you know, Wait, it's waxing carrot. I know. Really? You have to be careful with Dean, though. I I'm mean, sorry, he's Dean. really, really fast, and he will give it back to you. Like he, sorry, can, Dean. He can turn it on a dime. I know. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, the, yeah. Seeing I don't know, you know, I'll be kind, but you know, Tony, I, I can throw Tony under the bus in two seconds. Exactly. Isn't that why we called you? <laughs> I know exactly. Do you remember the, the fame, Do you remember the famous tirade when you called into the radio show? Luigi, oh, absolutely, because you, you because you didn't you just because you're from Philadelphia, you just can't realize that you guys are a bunch of bums when it comes to fandom. What? Wait did a you see the? Did you see the? Uh, I know you've seen that guy from uh, ESPN the other day who did that uh, little classroom sit down with the Philadelphia people. Oh, I see it. He needs new material. No, I didn't see Everybody's it. Everybody's over it. Who was it? I didn't see it. I don't know. Some clown from ESPN who's trying to tell Philadelphia Try- fans on how they're supposed to act. Who was it? Who uh, was I it, don't man? know. I don't. Was it one of the hosts from ESPN? Yeah, it was one. Of, it was one of the hosts, and he and he, of course he goes into the typical battery snowballs, oh, blah tired. blah right, blah. Right. Get <laughs> over tired. it. Get over it. It's tired. They have nothing else to talk about. They have nothing else to talk about. That's it's the whole disgrace. problem. It is a disgrace. Well, that's well. You know, if you think about it, there's probably been more incidences of like fan brutality and deaths than there have been championships. So we have to talk. That's about That's not true. That's, that's actually not true, Dean. <laughs> It's totally untrue. There are more incidents around other cities in this country. I mean, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Oakland, Boston, New York. I mean, it happens everywhere. The people in this town. Hold on, hold on. I'm getting on my mini violin. Hold on, wait. Are, again, I'm not defending bad behavior. Hey, it's your old pal, Tony. All right, here it is. We're going to play the – I'm going to play – all right, dude, I'm getting ready now. I've had enough. All right, I'm glad you got to talk to me. Have a good night. Get out. There he is, Dean in Clearwater. Disgrace. We're trying to find the uh, the clip now. Tony. We got to play this tirade. I, I rarely go off on the, on, on list. I feel like I might have heard this, but I'd like to hear it again. I don't even remember it. And I, we go back Did you black out when you were yelling? Were you that mad? You ever no. hear that people oh, who just it, see black? I've never blacked out. No, we do have it, Tony. 
Luigi blacked out, but I never black out. I, I, just, I wish I stayed awake for the whole thing. That could have been pretty exciting, man. Forget, forget two. I could have had three, man. Is this it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's got a little, uh, a little intro. Yeah, this is Tony Bruno and his alter ego. Yeah. yeah. It's got Lou Ferrigno. I'm going to make a list of Boston. I won't, but the the, 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 the matter of fact is, Tony, we're talking about all this is happening in one city, Philadelphia. And your incident you're bringing up, you got one incident in Boston, one incident in No, I'll give you a bunch. I'll make a list of Boston stuff. How about throwing rocks at the Lakers bust after you win the championship? But, Tony, that's what I'm saying. That's not what. How about Mike Milbury taking his shoe off and beating down a fan in the stands? You remember that? You're giving me incidents. Those are incidents that you're giving me. You give me incidents, I'll make a list. How about Chicago, Dean? Is there, are two meth-head bastards, are two meth-head bastards running out into the field to physically beat up a first-base coach? Is that better than booing Santa Claus, Dean? What's more heinous, two meth-head losers in Chicago beating up a first-base coach in Chicago, Illinois, and then three days later, more meth-head fans tackling Laz, uh, Laz, what was his name? Laz Diaz, the umpire, tackling two umpires physically assaulted. Nobody's been physically assaulted on the field in Philly. Ty Domi, Domi in a penalty box physically assaulted by two Philly fans. No, the guy fell over the glass and then Ty Domi tuned him up. Well, well, whatever, Tony. So, I mean, all I'm saying is, Tony, if you can't, I know you're from Philly, but if you can't admit, it's more of a, a recurring problem. No, it's not. Here. You're totally wrong. That's what I'm not admitting. Tony, I just reeled off ten inches. I can give you ten more, and you're giving me two in Boston. Um, you want me to make a list? I gave you two of them, two things in Boston, two things in Chicago that are much more heinous than booing Santa Claus, a ga- dope getting drunk and throwing up on somebody. How about the guy in Chicago who had his girlfriend put vomit in a condom and throw it at a security guard? That's cool. How about the woman in Philadelphia trying to sell her body for tickets? How about her? <laughs> yeah, she got 100 <laughs> I'm stopping it on that. That was great. That was great. Say how about it? How about it? Wow. Oh, that's okay. great. So you had to be in the studio. Oh, my God. We're in studio yeah. when this is happening. Yeah. That, was saying, that was on live radio. That wasn't a podcast. That was like regular live radio. Live radio. And Tony, I'm like, spit is flying out of his mouth. <laughs> you can hear it. You can hear it. are standing out. I mean, he was like, Woo. That's phenomenal. How about her? <laughs> Hey, Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> that was Nothing. one of the good things about this thing. Oh, yeah. It's great. Remember that chick who's trying yeah, to sell yep. her body? Yeah, for Susan, yeah. Susan. Yeah, I offered Fink- a few dollars. Susan Finkelstein. That's yep. great Susan wow, Finkelstein knowledge right you. there. That is fantastic. Now I remember knows her that Susan name. Susan Finkelstein. She was actually hot, too, sort of. She's oh on Facebook. God. Is she? Is yeah. she following me? I don't know. Let's see. Probably. Susan Fink- is it Finkelstein or Finkelstein? I know. Is it Stein or Steen? I think it's Steen. I could be wrong. Could be Stein. See that? We opened up with a little draft talk, and then we went to the real talk. Exactly. Keep it real. This must you be her. You want to keep it real? You keep it real with was me. Was she a nurse? Susan? I think she was. Uh, hello, nurse. R.D. You know, nurses are the most frisky women on earth. I've noticed that. Really? Have you noticed that, Robin? They many, are. It's no, amazing no, how many no, women no lie, brother. who are nurses no who are lie. just absolute nymphomaniacs. That's interesting. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. know. What, what about female sports talk radio people? What are they? There aren't many of them. <laughs> They're cold ice princesses. This is what they yes, are. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. <laughs> 
Oh, yes, that's cool. Are. That's classic. Wait, I didn't know that about the Chicago fan and the condom. That's insane. I have all the lists. That's why I that cried. is that I, is listen, really I sick. I don't defend bad when when something bad in Philadelphia happens. I'm not. I don't get on the air and say, "Hey, no big deal." I, I rip these people just oh, as no, hard no. as anybody. What else. just yep. happened was, I mean, a travesty. The, uh, the with the wristbands, like that was a travesty. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. hard. And no they one got ripped. Yeah, and they should have. Yeah. And for the people listening that don't know what happened, yeah. they had they had a memorial for Ed Snyder before the Flyers playoff game against the Capitals, and then they, and they gave awful. out these uh, illuminating wristbands Correct. that lit up, and they were you know when when the rest of the stadium went black, and they were doing a eulogy type thing before the game, and. As the Flyers were getting boat raced in the third period, a few fans, I think it was like maybe 100 fans total, a bunch of drunk idiots, threw what was meant to be a ceremonial candle of sorts onto the ice. Exactly. Yeah. And they got ridiculed, yes. and justifiably so. I love, I love how Lou Nolan just... Just yeah. shut it down in the arena. I yeah, mean, he just the, said uh, the long time yeah. flyers. Uh, in, he said in, he, in keep, arena, it, keep it classy. Yeah, you know? no, it, it, it was a joke for people to do. But you know what? Those are the guys that they, that were they were tanked up before the game even started. They're not even. I hate no, to even say it because you know still, me. You know how I'm about flyers. They weren't real flyers fans who understood what was going on. No, the moment but you know was what? Bigger. I mean, that's that's the behavior that perpetuates people like Dean and yep. perpetuates those people on ESPN and gives, and gives them name. it gives them ammunition. So it's kind of like you need to rein it in and you need to remember in that moment you, you just can't do that. We should just not throw stuff. Yeah. I'm a fan of not throwing my, things. My mother used to say, if you what can't... What about when women throw, like, underwear at guys yeah, and stuff? My, my, mom, stuff? my mom threw shoes like you couldn't believe. No, my <laughs> mother used to say, if you can't control your hands, you should, should sit on them. It's good, it's good so, advice. So, I mean, at, at games when you're getting angry, just sit, sit on, on your hands. Sit on it. Just sit on your hands. <laughs> and rotate. And oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate you. <laughs> You no, I didn't. I just, but but it's Robert right, found though, some nudes of Susan Finkelstein. I know. Well, why she's can't still I see looking them? Her out. I know. I, you know. I. It's it's interesting. Have you ever turned off the filter on your search on your Google search? I don't think I know how to do that. Her, man. Oh yeah, no, no. We're going to call Susan Finkelstein. What see do we if get she has for I tell you what. I, it's not my style to rip, but let's go back about a month. Shall we, Natalie? A month? Shall okay. we, Ms. Robin? Let's go. Absolutely. When we were discussing the baseball season, which is now a month old, just about. Let's go back. And we went. We were breaking down baseball teams and projections on how bad they would be. And there was going. no one on this program or on this panel who suggested that the Phillies were going to be a special team no or one? a really good team. We were talking the over-under number in Las Vegas was 67 wins. And a half. 67 and a half. I said 69, 70 wins in that ballpark. I stuck with 69 Luigi's, on the money. Yeah, because so, I, I was going to say that too, but then it would have been like, lame. <laughs> Luigi said under 67 and a half. Natalie, what did you say when we were doing projections? I said 77. 77 Sunset Strip. Great show from back in the 60s. You remember it well. <laughs> Remember Cookie? No. No. <laughs> I know if you no, no, Tony. <laughs> All right, Robin, look up 77 Sunset Strip. Any Cookie Play- from the 70s now is probably a crawler, to be honest with you. So. No, Cookie was this uh, guy, what's his name? Edward Burns, I think his name was, back in the Do day. Do you remember what the audience did when I said that? They were like, no. Here we are. Yep. It's because everybody, th- like, including me, thought the bullpen Sunset was Strip suck. is an American television private detective series created by Roy Huggins and starring Ephraim Zimbalist. That's exactly. Stephanie Zimbalist. Correct. Dad, but Ephraim right? Zimbalist Jr. was also in the FBI, which was a big TV show mm-hmm. back in the day. Roger Smith and Ed with two D's. Burns. Burns. He was Cookie, <laughs> right? Or uh, Cookie. I don't know if he was Cookie or Cookie. The well, show was the subject the of an ownership no, battle right. between Roy Huggins and Warner Brothers, which was the proximate cause of Huggins' departure from the studio. By the way, play, find this theme song to 77 Sunset oh, oh. Strip. 
but the you, great theme song. You know what's you know what's great about you know this the Phillies teams and them being over five hundred. They're twelve and ten right now. What's interesting is how the team's attitude you know towards how they're playing. Cameron Rupp said last night. He said, you know, we're not out slugging people yet, but we're necking neck and we're almost yeah, there. Because they're a young team that has they have everything major that players. Yeah. See, that's the thing that I was trying to tell Luigi about the difference between baseball and any other sport. You talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. <laughs> In baseball. You can have young guys who belong. You can have young guys who are major league players, who belong in the major leagues, and they may not be as good as the veteran players. But look at the young pitchers. First couple of days they looked horrible. The bullpen was bad. They finally settled on the closer, John Mark Gomez, who's been phenomenal. Seven out of seven. Their young pitchers are pitching well. They don't have the Cliff Lees or the Cole Hamels or the big money guys. They got rid of those guys. And unlike the NBA where the 76ers have tanked for three straight years and have not gotten, have gotten markedly worse each year, and then morons in this city are spending their money to put up billboards to thank Sam Hinkie for 19, 18, and 10-win seasons, thanking a guy who was one of the worst executives in sports history. Do you know what I have a copy of right here? Do you have the... Uh... I have the manifesto. From, I have seen this is this is trusters. no this is Sam Hinkie's manifesto. I don't want that. I want oh, that the eighty-eight burn. page. <laughs> no, it's thirteen, 13 pages. pages. Thirteen. You I, have the thirteen I've, page I've manifesto. I read it. I read the whole thing. Why? Because I, I, <laughs> because I live for this stuff. Okay. You give me six hours to chop down a tree. I'll spend the first four sharpening wow. the axe. Look, this this man. I mean, as whatever you want to say, what, whether this was very like self-righteous or whatever he was trying to do. He, this was thought out. It had quotes. Of course well, he is. The guy's a nutcase. Listen, they, he's, smart. I mean, he's a smart man. He's educated, yes. and he's a dork that watches basketball and sits in a basement. But as far as a basketball executive, he's a laughingstock, and I don't care what happens. He better hope Joel Embiid, he better hope whoever they get in the draft this year comes in and makes this team better. Well, because my starts. point is that the Phillies were World Series champions not that long ago. They got worse each year once Ryan Howard got hurt. They started getting older, and they didn't get rid of guys. It's a natural decline. It's exactly. going to happen. It's going to happen. And they started getting rid of guys slowly. They kept guys around, Jimmy Rollins and Chase Utley and Cole Hamels and guys like that. They kept them around because they wanted these guys to continue to be good, and the fans loved them. Then they finally realized last year that Ruben Amaro had to go, that he got the blame for this decline, and that it was going to take 10 years for the Phillies to regroup and rebuild. Well, guess what? The difference between the Phillies and the 76ers in particular – is that the Phillies have been being bad. They actually got draft picks who were good players who are now developing in the minor leagues, and within a couple of years, they've restocked their minor league system, which two years ago was an absolute laughingstock. It was awful. Now they've got a bunch of young players. They got rid of guys last year. They got young talent in return. They're not good, but guess what? Who thought they'd be 12 and 10? Who thought they'd have five shutouts in the first month of baseball? Five shutouts in the month of April. And I, early in the year, it was, oh, they're beating these bad teams. They, they, they're 500 against the Mets. They swept the Nationals. They swept the Nationals. 22, down 22 innings, scoreless innings against the Nationals. Exactly. 22. That, and insane. seven of them, seven of them were Aranola. Proving my point that you can take young players and not just take them out of high school and throw them on the major league level, which is what the NBA does. You don't take guys who played one year of college baseball. Very rare exceptions. The Bryce Harpers, the guys like that, they're rarities. Oh, they're like him. the LeBrons of the NBA. But there's a lot of guys in baseball, a lot of them, and more so than basketball players, who will be a star player, get drafted high, and then go to the minor leagues for a couple of years. And by the time they come up, 
They're major league baseball players. They're not throwing guys out there who are trying to learn how to play the game on their first day on the job. That's what doesn't happen in baseball. You can draft a guy number one overall. He's not starting in the major leagues for you the next day, the next opening day. He's not your opening day starter. That is very rare. In the NBA, every guy who's drafted number one or in the top first round, they're going to be out there being called the franchise saviors. That's the difference. And the Phillies players out there, these aren't guys that just out of high school. These aren't guys that just were good. And then they said, we're going to get, we're throwing you out there. And we don't care if we win 10 games. That's what the difference is between the NBA and basketball. That's why I said this. I said this for I'm going to go pull the tape of the 700 level with my boy John Gonzalez from last year at the end of last season. The Phillies crashed and burned, right? The Flyers were terrible. They fired their coach. The Phillies were terrible. They fired their GM, right? And the Sixers had Sam Hinkie amassing all of these assets. And he asked me, we had a board, put the teams that you think are, are going to be the, the next team to win a championship. You know who I put last? And the I Sixers? got people pissed off at me? The, the Sixers. Sixers. Right. I oh, said yeah. the Sixers. I said the Flyers will have young players. The Phillies will have a better team before the 76ers do. I said this, the Phillies will get a team that will be better and have a chance to win a championship before the 76ers Tony, sniff one. I, I said that the Phillies were going to stink, and they should stink. because Again, because it's, it's, it's kind of a turnover a little bit. you got a lot of young players. I never thought that the younger guys, the core guys they have, like you know the Herreras of the world, the Andres Blancos of the world. Franco. I mean, Franco's a, Franco was a stud. You've seen that when he came up. But Aaron Nola and, and especially the bullpen, I didn't think that they would be able, they would be playing this well this early. Will it sustain for an entire season? Now that's that's to be seen. But you can see that there may be a light at the end of the tunnel here, man. These guys can play. I mean, and, you know, they not can play. They're not intimidating. No, no. And that's the thing because they have nothing to lose. They have exactly. everything to gain. That's, so they're going out there and and they're just having fun. Again. And that's and they're actually playing baseball because they are growing and they are developing it's just so it's so great to watch people with that raw passion it is good to see that it is good to see that but again will it sustain for a whole year we don't know know. will right but that it's great right now what i'm (laughs) let me finish my point what i'm saying is though is it it doesn't matter if it does or it doesn't the important thing is is that you see it you see what's going to be happening in the future because everybody was going what's going to happen what's going to happen what's going to happen and i thought it was going to take a bit about two or three years before they become a really good contender and they may still it may still yeah. Guess what? It looks like it actually is going to happen. It, Not and, May. And it looks like it is going to happen. And it's the same thing with the Flyers too. I mean, it's the same. It's the same type of thing. This. Who thought that they would have actually made the playoffs this year? And now I said this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. When they made the playoffs. People were like, "Well, that's why the Sixer fan." And listen, I'm a Sixer fan too. I want the 76ers to win as much as, as do any I. other team. As do I. And so people think I just have this hard on. I don't. You don't. I have a hard on for the people who think what the Sixers are doing is some sort of magical formula it's not maybe it will be i hope it is but three years of being the laughing stock of a professional sports league is an embarrassment to me as a fellow i'm more embarrassed by the sixers than i am by some clown throwing something on the ice at a hockey game because no one was there was no risk of injury to anybody when those morons threw the bracelets it's not like they're throwing bottles no. it's not like there, there was no risk of it, any it was stupid it was and extremely those people disrespectful ripped, and they got ripped and they should have my point is that the people who suggest that the 76ers are doing it the right way, are morons. These are the same people who want to see young players, but they don't care whether they're good young players. They just think throwing guys out onto the floor is good enough. And it's not when you're charging people money for major league product and you're running out minor league talent. The Phillies aren't running out minor league talent. The Flyers aren't running out minor league talent. 
The 76ers are running out D-League jokes. Guys, and listen, I don't blame the guys they want to play. But they're running out players who should they, – they should, they should let people in for no, free. There's no reason why T.J. McConnell should be starting. The 76ers I, I, I are a laughing stock. They are a laughing well, stock. Hopefully and the rest of the end. NBA is laughing at them. And here's the difference. The rest of Major League Baseball is not laughing at the Phillies. The rest of the NHL no, is not, not laughing anymore. at the Flyers. Right? Not anymore. And the Eagles – they have a quarterback that they hope is going to be <laughs> well, the franchise. Well, time, time will tell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> they're, they're making the moves that the 76ers have been trying to do. Yeah. Get themselves in the position to get the next guy who's going to help save the franchise. Yeah. And the Sixers are still looking for that guy three years later. Three years well, later. I, they've been a little unlucky with not getting – the whole plan was to get, you know, get this number one pick. You know, you get so a lot. Of, who, were they, who did they miss? In well, the you missed on Carl Anthony Towns. But so what's he, what's, what's he done so far? What's he done? Year? He's been a rookie. He's averaging twenty five and yeah, ten. Yeah, what does his team do this year, Luigi? The Minnesota Timberwolves. They They're do? on the rise. They're a team on the come. They're who I wish the Sixers were. But are they a good team? They can be. The they will be. Pelicans a good team? No, they stink. Because Anthony the, Davis are the Boston bust. Celtics a good team? They're okay. No, but unlike. NFL, where you can guarantee by trading where you're going to be with the NBA, you have a lottery system. I mean, it's, it's like at least look. My point calls. is that of course those teams are going to be better. They should be better. The Minnesota Timberwolves should be better. The New Orleans Pelicans should be and better. They are. The Boston Celtics are better, right? But they're still not good enough. No. In this town, it doesn't matter whether you're you're you have to be either a champion. Or nothing else. And these fans don't want to see eight seeds or seven right. seeds. And that's the moronic part of the mentality of these truster dudes. Well, you know what, you know what, Tony? I, ju- I just find that I can see where people would buy into this because it's one of those things like how people bought into Chip Kelly. It's so crazy. It just might work. Yeah. No, that's, that's, where, that's where people buy into it. That's what I think. It's blind faith based on we have nothing else. We have it's no championships. Minority, we have nothing. Here's the difference. Yeah, yeah. Chip I mean, Kelly, the people in this city who follow football, anybody, the NFL's king. They were just guy. ready for a change over Andy Reese. It was so exactly. long. That's all. Oh, I drank the juice. I was drunk on it. Oh, yeah, you were drunk I was, on it. I was the captain of the chip ship. Like, I was, I was totally smooth. You were all smoothied out, like, on the floor. Smoothied out. I don't think Chip Kelly's a fraud. And bed by eight. No, no, he had something to back up. Sam Hinkie is an undeniable fraud. Yeah. All right, Sam Hinkie. It's not a personal thing. Sam Hinkie was an unmitigated failure. The idea right? of Hinkie. He got right. run out of here. He didn't resign. He got his ass run out of here because the NBA laughed at this team. The, 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 the NBA commissioners, Adam Silver, laughed at this It's Sixers. really embarrassing that the they NBA had to, had to, guy off. Had to step a, in and say, whoa. Bring a you're 90-year-old making... guy in Arizona. To, to try to save this Because they were making a mockery of the league. Exactly. That's, what's, that's what's really intriguing about the whole strappers, thing. And these strappers, <laughs> this vocal minority of a couple of hundred guys who sit around and play with themselves at night, having visions of Sam Hinkie oh dancing God. their heads, these guys are lunatics. Yeah, they they are. are disturbed. And then get a billboard. They paid their own money to get a they billboard did. to they thank did. Sam Hinkie yeah, they did, for man. 19, 18, and 10 wins. And you wonder why this city is a national joke when it comes to sports? It's because of idiots who sit around and have their little boy-boy toy meetings and sit around in circle jerks. What a bunch of losers. I've never been more embarrassed with guys like Spike Eskin and all these strapazoids. These guys are a joke. The fact that these guys have major positions in sports is laughable. It's one of the reasons why I'm glad I'm not doing sports radio every day. I'm ashamed 
of what's happened to this business. I'm ashamed of what's happened to sports talk radio. It is a joke. It's an embarrassment to listen to, and I'm glad I'm not associated with it every day. I'm serious. That's why I don't want to do it. It's a joke. It's not because I'm an old guy and I don't understand how the world works. I know how it works. Don't tell me, oh, you're, you're one of those old school guys. Yeah, you know why? Because I know more than you being an old school guy. You're a 20-something punk who doesn't know anything. So because you're a 20-something punk who now thinks because you're, on the, you're, you're studying analytics and you sit at home and masturbate to stats every night and you're on some fantasy league and you're sitting around with your friends and you're talking about, oh, how, about my, how, about, how about the Golden State Warriors? You know, you're a front runner. Or how about the Portland Trailblazers? How about, the, how about those Los Angeles Clippers who get guys hurt every year and then choke in the yeah, playoffs every year? Man. Right? That's the problem that I have with sports. I get being a fan. Listen, I'm, a, I'm as big a fan as anybody. But the world of sports has it's changed where you worry about salaries like Robin did at the beginning of the show. <laughs> she, yeah, she inquired <laughs> about salaries. She inquired. You worry about how much a player makes instead of watching the game and enjoying it. No. That's what's happened the, to sports. The only case, I, I'm just, I can't get over the Sam Bradford stuff. I, I'm worried about his salary. That's the only one Why? that I'm worried about. He's only about. making $13 million. All right, we're, we're going to get Sam Bradford Because it bothers me. Too, believe me. Because he gets, I can't, I, can't even, I can't even go down that road. Are we talking about it yet? Let me, no, I, no, we're going to get into it in an hour, right, too. But all right. Before, before that, all right, Tone. On top of your epic rant, okay, which was <laughs> phenomenal. Which was brilliant. Okay. Well, my strapezoid comment. Yeah, the strapezoid I, I and the, the have circle to send jerk. Out a press release regarding that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It is going Where's to that them. going? There, there, there are circle jerks everywhere right now being interrupted. <laughs> they should sit on their hands. <laughs> they, should sit, they should sit at a door. Idle hands. Idle hands. Breaking news. Wait, we have breaking news. Oh, breaking news. Yeah. Wait a minute, Robin. I'm we on have, a whole other page. Just don't say we have breaking news. We have breaking news. Ashbet. Twitter handle. Um, Carson's Wentz's hands? Carson Wentz's oh, all right. There you go. <laughs> just created. He says, now that I'm in Philly, Natalie, you can sit on my hands anytime you want. Wait, what? There's something schooly around here. That's not what my mother intended when she used to say that. Carson's hands? Is he following me? Yes. Of course. Carson's hands. Wait, they really just created that? Just created. Carson's Tony, hands. The how many followers is Carson's it is, hands? It is the oh. unofficial account of Carson Wentz's hands. Oh, my God. So, Why um, does he have big hands? I yeah I guess yeah his, you know what I, they say about guys uh, with they big do, hands. Jeff well, Fox read that great bit about that. He says you know what they say about guys with you know if he's got big hands or if he's got big feet or if he's got big sh- you know if he's got big hands or you big might feet be a redneck. Oh, no, 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 or sorry. if he's got big ears. Well, let me tell you something. He better be packed because that's one goofy looking son of a bitch right there. <laughs> well, that that was a lot of what I've I heard you know pre draft talk was about Jared Goff's hands and Carson Wentz's hands and apparently Goff's hands were tiny. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they said that California he. California dudes, man. That, I like that. I have. <laughs> I have notes. I have notes, and you I think I. Sizes? I think I noted. They said the same thing about uh, who else had small hands. Didn't Russell Wilson have small hands? No, Russell. He's Wilson. got big hands. Yeah, he's, yet. Now, he's a little guy, but he's got big hands. Carson. That's Wentz. how he got Sierra. FYI. Oh yeah, exactly. Carson oh, Wentz's <laughs> hands are ten inches. Woo! You gotta excuse that's me pretty, while I. That's uh, pretty. Wait, wait, wait. Hold my on. My hands are ten inches, and I'm. Where's the tape measure, Robbie? I have like really, 50. I have so really many, small hands. We have so hands. many tape measures. I measure. All how do you measure from the top from, of the, the? I'm assuming you have to do it from the palm it's to the tip the, of your. Wait, ten yeah. inches. How I'm big is that? Eight. You're I'm packing eight right eight. here. So, okay? wait, his hands are two inches more two than yours? Yeah. Excuse me while I whip this out. 
my hands are monstrous, but I'm. I'm are you know, packing more than eight I'm, inches? I'm, I'm blessed. Okay. I will say that. I am All blessed. Well, no, you're, you're, you're exactly the same as Tony, eight inches. Well, from the waist up. Oh, come on. Now. Well, hold on. But, Tony, by the way, while all this craziness was going on, I did find that 77 Sun Shrimp video for you. Play the theme song. Can we play that real fast? That's it. You know what's a surprise to me? Because we're going to break after this. You know what's a surprise to me? That no one has redone. Every show that's ever been created from the 60s on has been done into movies and TV remakes, right? Yes. Anything on TV has already been done. It's I, it annoys me. It annoys me, too, because I saw the originals. Yeah. <laughs> and the new ones suck. Now, this is a great show. Are you ready? 77 Sunset Strip. Listen to this theme song. It was one of the all-time great shows. Okay. 77 Sunset Strip. 77 Sunset Strip. 77 Sunset Strip. Starring Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. Who? Oh. <laughs> 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 Who? 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 That's not the actual theme song. Here it is. There it is. Starring Ephraim Zimbalist. No, I just want the theme song. I don't want the open. Well, that's what she Roger Smith. Roger Smith. That's enough of that. I don't By the way, anymore. Jared Goff's hands are nine inches. And how long is a Carson Wentz? Ten. Ten. Ten? Ten. He's got a whole inch. See, hey, I can't. What they say? Goodness <laughs> gracious! That, that can make a big difference. There you go, Tony. Here it is. This is a slowed down version of it. It's good though. Seventy-seven Sunset Strip. Seventy-seven Sunset. This is what you had me find. I can't believe this is the slow. This is the. They had all different versions of. Oh well, they want to. The fact that this show hasn't been redone yet by the morons in Hollywood who have no new original ideas is a shock to me. Maybe you just re-resurrected it. I know. Because I've never even heard of it. I have no idea. (laughs) And I love old TV shows. I love them. I love them. You watch a little Mad About You? <laughs> oh, no, I'm going way back. I watched I Love Lucy, Bewitched. Bewitched is awesome. Yes, I watch all you, you ever watch Empty Nest? 77? Robin, you ever, I mean, not Robin. Natalie, ever watch Empty Nest? Yes. Love Empty Nest. Love all of them. It was, the show ran from 1958 to 1964. It's what, six-year run? Okay, turn it down yes. a little bit. I'm going to so turn it down a lot of it. Wait, no, no, I want to hear the sacks. Here, give me some sacks. So the series revolves around two Los Angeles private detectives, both who were former government secret agents. Pretty much like every show that's yeah, on it's basically right it. now. <laughs> right? That's why I'm surprised they haven't exactly. remade this. I'll tell you what. Why don't we uh, Why don't we go to break? No, wait, let me hear the theme for him. Oh, this is why you liked it, Tony Bruno. Who was in it? Who was in it? Suzanne, the beautiful French switchboard operator who was played <laughs> by Jacqueline Beer. That's why you like the show. It had nothing to do with the detectives. No, these were detectives. They had hot chicks. They had great cars. They rolled around on Sunset Beach in California. And then comic <laughs> relief. <laughs> comic relief was provided by Roscoe, the racetrack tout. 
Roscoe, yes. the racetrack. It was a great show. I'm telling and you, it's better than most of the crap detective oh, shows here, that are on now. Here's your I don't guy. watch it. Robert watches all CSI South Philadelphia. CSI. I watch, no, I CSI watch CSI South Philadelphia. <laughs> I watch Bones show. because I love he's David Boreanaz. Exactly. What, and what's Bones? He's an FBI agent. Yeah. And his girlfriend's a forensic bones studier. Thing whatever the hell yes, she does. Well, they bonologist. Must a, they must. Bonologist. They must do really interesting things. You know. All right, well, why, why don't we go to break? <laughs> why? All right, because I got to take a leak and feed the meter. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we're being, we're being honest here. And then we're going to get back in an hour or two. We're going to dive into the rest gonna of the going to join us in an hour or two. Who? Which you won't hear live. We will play it back in the actual full podcast. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Is Greg Cosell. Yes. Greg Cosell from NFL Fantastic. Films. Yep. He's going to give us his uh, spin on the first round. And Carson Wentz, he spent the day at the Eagles headquarters. For those of you who want to know about the number two pick out of North Dakota State. North Dakota what? Bison. Exactly. The right. bison. bison. Respect knowledge. the bison. But can I? Can we talk about what just happened for the bison in the second hour? Yes. Yes. And we we'll will. let you. We'll, we'll, we'll let you rip Sam Bradford apart. We'll Woo-hoo! talk a little bit more. Plus, we will have a tribute to another lost yes. great. Yes. Oh, we we lost another legend. Not just anybody Prince. here on the East Coast <laughs> is very sad. Absolutely, we lost Prince, but we also lost the king of something else. Yes, we did. We will tell you, and we will play a tribute, and we will sing in the next hour. <laughs> God forbid. After two bottles of wine. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be humming, all right? We may have to open a third. We just polished off the second I bottle. I know. That's usually just a good night for Robin. By the, yeah, way, yeah. Sure, <laughs> by the way, everybody loves your rant. Which rant? The rant that you just did. Oh, not the one about the strapezoids? Yeah. Yes. Isn't that part of math? Isn't that like a uh, isosceles triangle? Isosceles triangle. <laughs> yeah. I, I, have rants like, I have rants like that stored inside, but I don't get to do them until my third contract. <laughs> I don't get to do those until later on. What was that guy's name? Who had the triangle? Who? What? I don't know. The Bermuda Triangle? No. Oh, you triangle mean the, the, the triangle offense? No. What? What? what, what uh, under uh, uh, Phil Jackson? Never the mind. Chicago Bulls? I never think you mind. need a few more details. That guy who had a triangle is <laughs> not a lot of triangles. <laughs> no, we were talking about triangles, and there's that theory. Never the triangle mind. Triangle Tavern? It. Forget it. I'll figure it out. Wait. You know I'd like to explain something. <laughs> uh, you know, I ain't punchy. I got what you call, like, I don't know, a relaxed brain, but I ain't punchy. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's me right now. Relaxed brain. Re- I got a relaxed relax. brain. <laughs> well, let's relax some more as that's we go to I'm break. Saying. Do we have any requests for our break music? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to just, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go put do the it dinner first. music back on. Put that 77 Sunset Strip. <laughs> no, I'm not going to put the people through that. All right. Because they're going to no, the get the there. intermission. No, th- no. For tonight. I don't want to hear that stupid drive in movie. We're shot. not going to. No, no. We have to do We're going to do the intermission. And then I'm going to go... sax and violins or something. <laughs> well, just it's like jazz appreciation no, month here, like April. Sax. No, I think I'm going to do... We'll play a little, gold, little, play a little uh, David Bowie. We'll go Bowie. We'll go Bowie. Oh, yeah, Bowie. my favorite. We'll go Bowie. You want, yeah, I'm going to play Prince on the way back, Robin. Oh, okay. All right. All right, relax. What's the matter go with you? Everything's we'll go beautiful. Out, go out to Ziggy. Relax. That's right. We'll be back. It's the podcast. It's Charlie <laughs> Bruno and the whole gang drinking wine <laughs> at, the, at the dining room table. <laughs> Let's all go to the live. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. In a world of one wrestling podcast there is a new shining star with great interviews analysis music and and me matt coon on total engagement go to any podcast platform to listen today the home depot days of doing bath and kitchen event is going on now with everything you need to let the savings flow 
like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brushed nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid October 5th while supplies last. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. It's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the best seller's body care set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER.